0: years ago today, the artificial intelligence created to protect us detonated a nuclear warhead in Los Angeles. For as long as AI is a threat, we will never stop hunting them. This is a fight for our very existence.
1: You sound
0: insane. You realize
1: that? Oh, yeah. The whole world got playing! Seriously? It's showtime. Back to talking about movies and the review sense this week on that about movies. We got the movie drafting out of the way. Guys, that was a lot of heavy drafting. Still recovering. A lot of it's stretchy It's still your turn. <laughs> it's my turn. I'm up. Yeah. You're up. How are, you? How are you guys feeling about
2: the draft? By the way, not in general. I don't care about that. Feeling good. <laughs> I like my squad. Yeah, I'm okay with where I'm at. I feel like uh, last last summer was was probably my least favorite team that I've ever assembled coming out of a draft, and then that turned out to be the worst one I've ever done. So, mm. you know, maybe feeling a little better this time around is a good is a good omen or not. Maybe about to start a streak, you know, a bad streak. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Well, None of us had Paw Patrol. And that could be the real winner. This.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was ineligible, but uh, we still, maybe we could have made that possible. You
1: know? I could have sworn. I was like, wow, they're making a Paw Patrol movie. They've already had a Paw Patrol movie. Yeah. Like three years ago or something.
2: Yeah. There's, There's no plan. two
1: or yeah. anything on this movie. It's just yeah. Paw Patrol the movie again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> kids are done. For the new it batch of four-year-olds right. who were weren't even right. born the last time <laughs> yeah the last one came out to them it's paw patrol the movie it's the only one yeah
2: it's funny cooper was really into paw patrol when he was little and it's funny to see a 10 year old have nostalgia for something like yeah oh. the movie comes out this week we didn't go see it he's obviously he's not interested in it he like looks at the poster and he just kind of got that like old man smile, you know, and you're just like, ah, what a good time that was, you know. (laughs) This is weird. You're 10, Chris Evans
0: at the end of Avengers kind of Yes, (laughs) yes. Meme, verbal meme.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's it's just, it's so funny. It's like, you're, I don't, okay, but I don't know that you're allowed to have nostalgia. And I did it my (laughs) way. (laughs)
1: Wow. I'm (laughs) disappointed that You know, I know you guys go to the movies almost every week, and this week, you took them to Saw X instead of Paw Patrol, Mm -hmm. Brian. I could not believe that, but you're obsessed with Saw. Russ's mom.
2: Yeah.
1: Gotta learn sometime, kid. You know. You're 10. There's nothing in this movie a 10-year-old hadn't seen before.
0: (laughs) Probably not in this day and age, right?
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So, the movie of the week this week is not either of those. It is The Creator. The Great. sci-fi epic, the return of Gareth Edwards to the big screen for us. I guess since Rogue One, was that his last movie? I think it might've
2: been. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because Godzilla that was,
1: the was best, before uh,
0: the best modern Star Wars movie.
1: So, Yeah. Uh, a lot of people having that thought in 2023, seen that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thrown out yeah. there a lot. What, what are your thoughts on that, Brian? Um, uh, on far as how those movies have held up, that Rogue One is the best of those bunch, of the new bunch, since it's been a few years removed.
2: I think the story of Rogue One and the the visuals and everything, still, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I just wish that there was, like, one person with charisma in the main cast. That's <laughs> Yeah, I think movie. she
0: has it. I just don't think... I just didn't think
2: he did. Donnie Yen is not in the that movie. She's. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I, I just... I feel like it's a... I feel like both of them are fine on their own. Actually, I thought um, I thought Andor is maybe yeah, the best Andor, Star Wars sure. show, and he's great in that. I just think the two of them together is just like, there's just two walls. It was a chemistry suck.
0: Yeah. But you yeah. know what? I don't come to Star Wars for the chemistry. <laughs> That's true.
2: That's true. Doesn't it feel
1: like there's a Edwards cut of Rogue One somewhere?
2: He sort of kind of teased that at there's some point Snyder in the cut. creator run. Yeah, like... It wasn't like like a Snyder level thing of like, you know, start campaigning and we'll get this thing out there or anything like that. He just sort of feel like at some point he kind of casually mentioned like, Yeah, you know, it's somewhere there, but that's fine. Like he's not he doesn't he at least is playing he's kind of taking the high road with everything and not being it doesn't seem like he's 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 at least publicly like too upset about how all that went down. But uh, yeah, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to see it. Um Yeah, maybe we could do like that Exorcist movie 20 years ago where we get both both cuts, you know, and compare and contrast or something. That'd be cool.
1: Well, he took what he learned from doing Rogue One. He says, you know what? A lot of money in this science fiction franchise thing. Maybe I can do one of my own. And here it is, the creator. Got Star Wars level production i would say on a budget of 80 million dollars is pretty is pretty good i mean I, I think this thing looked and felt as big as rogue one did mm. who knows where this goes from here but i would assume that the thought was yeah let's create an entire world here we could branch this off into a tv and or more movies if it's successful and if not hey We made a really fun science fiction movie that got put out, an original science fiction movie, mind you, that got put out in theaters, which is always something to be proud of in this uh, day and age. So general thoughts for me, loved the production design. Like I said, Mm. I thought the the design of the robots, all the gadgetry, the costume work, the cinematography was all all top-notch. kind of to your point on Rogue One, Brian, I don't know about John David Washington anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've given him a lot of chances. I like him. I think he's a good actor. I just don't know if he's capable of doing what we're asking him to do like in Tenet, in this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. And um, maybe if this is a bigger name, not bigger name, but just different actor. Mm. It could, uh, maybe be a little bit more effective for me, but some, some of the story elements I thought were a bit lacking, but I thought mainly lacking because another AI movie, which I, you know, you know, this is going to be that going in, but right. Just somebody else doing, uh, you know, an AI thing, which is uh, a hard sell for me at this point in time. Mm. And so, yeah, I would say overall, things to really appreciate about this and things that I wish were better. But, you know, I I went into this with the expectations like this is going to be the best sci-fi movie I've seen in 20 years. And it's good, but, you know, thought it could be better. Right. Yeah,
2: uh, I'm a little conflicted here. I i was really excited about this i love science fiction um at this point there's just not a whole lot of um original sci-fi that makes it to the big screen especially on a mid to large budget this was a you know 80 ish million dollars that's in many ways i'm incredibly impressed that they were able to do what they did with 80 million that's awesome um but that also kind of a little bit changes the math for like the expectation and things like that. We just don't get a lot of movies like this. And I root for them when they do happen because I want more. Um, but I also know kind of expect like, eh, hey, it's probably science fiction's a hard sell when it's on when it's not a property and it's not a a star that somebody, you know, is is going to see a movie for. So I was a little nervous about that. I was very excited. Um I think the the world building here and the production design is unbelievably great. Like I would buy a coffee table book, you know, with like the art of the creator or whatever. I mean, I think it looks awesome and I I love when science fiction blends modern technology with like future technology and stuff. I love that. I think it looks And so also cool. old technology
1: too. Yeah, same, some things totally. in here yeah. like the translator
2: yeah like well, yeah.
1: wouldn't they have some kind of smartphone doing that right no, it's like this oh, weird I love it that felt yes. like a nineteen forties world war ii gadget or something yes it was awesome
2: yes i I think that there's like a i don't know it's it's just something so there's something cool to me about kind of paying homage to the origins of science fiction and the you know the forties and fifties and and the, you know dimestorm uh paperbacks and things like that with some of that technology and like when the vision when twenty sixty five still has stuff in it that that feels like it it would be something that was imagined by Robert Heinlein or something like that, you know, I love that. I think it's really cool. And even if it's some places where you're like, I don't even know if that would make sense, I don't care. I think it's cool, and I I, I love I love that concept. I dug large portions of this, uh, and I just and I'm gonna give it a good grade. And I hope that Gareth Edwards will not take seven more years, you know, between movies um but i do have some some holdbacks and some criticisms and they're they they frustrate me a little bit because uh there were portions of this that felt like primed to, to come in here and say man this was a freaking masterpiece this is the best movie of the year you know all these things and it didn't quite go that route and that kind of annoys me honestly mm-hmm. it's like I'm i'm a little maybe a little frustrated of what we left on the table um, because of how good the other stuff is, and maybe that's unfair in some ways. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I really dig this. I wish that I dug it more than I do, and um, you know, that's yeah, that's that, that's general thoughts for me. How about you, Arby?
0: Yeah, no, I dug it a lot actually, and I think I just really like his sensibility. I suppose I'm not as hardcore in the sci-fi for you, so I probably, as you rather, so I, I probably don't see the pitches that it's missing swinging mm-hmm. at, you know, sure. I'm um, just kind of in it. And I, I liked it. I thought it, I liked a uh, I liked it more, you know, there's a lot, a lot asked of this movie in terms of like, uh, it's like the only thing out other than saw and mm-hmm. it's in a writer at the end of the writers and actors strikes. And it's just, so they couldn't really promote it in any kind of interesting way. So it really has to, they live did, off they did its, well, so. by
1: hiring a, Random people to dress yeah. like the the right. robots. That was actually a pretty awesome marketing campaign to I, go to like NFL games or whatever. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yes. It's the same no, marketing it'd be funny company.
0: was the same actors. Oh, different makeup. No. Be fine, Got it. Yeah. I resent you guys the great smile tweet, the Stravos one. I think I don't it think was so. there was some injury in a football game or something. Someone like broke <laughs> his leg, and <laughs> okay. someone screenshotted it, and. The whole timeline is just different sports figures being like, oh my God, that looks bad. I think it was the two uh, when the, he had the hands. Remember when yeah. he had the concussion yeah, yeah. hands? So that happened the same time as there was a baseball game with the smile people. And the woman <laughs> from the smile was like smiling behind home plate. And this guy was like, so it's like, oh my God, that looks bad. Oh my, how could they put Tua back in? Oh my God, I hope he's all right. And then just one guy's in the midst of all that just is like, I would totally bang the smile lady or something like that. It's like the funniest Twitter (laughs) screenshot of all time. But uh, he just wasn't watching the football and his timing was
1: terrible. Um, (laughs) I I, uh, remember that that during that smile uh, campaign, there was some rain delay at a baseball game. And so the baseball game went into rain delay for like three hours and the smile lady just stayed by herself in the stand <laughs> oh, smiling the entire time. No,
2: no thank you. Yeah. 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 I, I like that is I, I, like <laughs> I don't like
1: that. I don't like that at just,
2: all.
0: Did you guys have that thought with the um Toy Story game this weekend? You know? Yes. Where, yes. Yes. You're like Save, what if there's yes. another exactly what if Lamar Lamar Hamlin Hamlin. situation? <laughs> like, well, they're bringing on, out the uh, right. army men now to tend to the yeah. <laughs> Like what yeah. would they do? I mean, god right. god forbid, right. obviously I'm not trying to make light of that, but like
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was like it's so funny. <laughs> and it's like stuff happens in football games, guys. Right. Like
2: I don't yeah,
1: this is a commitment.
2: Yeah. Death is a normal part of life, kids. Uh and just <laughs> starts explaining it. Yeah.
1: Okay. They had to have some kind of backup plan where they were just it was on flex. a delay, yeah, where yeah. it would just flex to like actual Toy Story, yeah, or something. I would love. <laughs> it was <laughs> on a,
2: re- a pretty significant delay because I I tuned in, I looked at my phone to see, uh, what ch- what it was on. You know, I was like, I can I don't know, I didn't realize it was ESPN and yeah. Disney Plus. I was like, where, where where do I need to go for this? And I saw the score, and then when I flipped to finally got it on a Disney Plus, it was probably. It might have been like three minutes behind. I mean, it was a, it was a ways. Yeah. I'm sure they have to figure out the animation side of it, you know, all that stuff. But so, to render it out, yeah, yeah, maybe they just like cut cut it out. Like, oh, mm, we're now just watch Toy Story for a few minutes, kids. Like, just <laughs> don't. Know. Booger just part
0: slowly of that is slowly morphs into real booger. It is like really sad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say they they had to the book the announcer named Booger because it's a kids show. It's like kids will love <laughs> right. someone named right. Booger. Right. Doesn't matter if he can call a game or not. But can he call <laughs> toys? That was his niche. He's like not great at football, but like you put him on like action figure play by play. I mean, he <laughs> yeah. lights it up. Yeah. Uh, the creator Richard, uh, yeah. Continue with your thought there. We yeah, got to sir. Down.
0: I'm with you on uh, JD Dubs. By the way, I am. He is now officially in my uh, good actor, but not a movie star column that i Mm -hmm. keep in my spreadsheet Mm -hmm. which is not a knock by the way there are like 11 movie stars and then six five or six of them are dudes so you know not you can be the you can all
2: over the age of 60 yeah
0: yeah, true (laughs) um for sure so but that's but yeah he's that he's that he's not just going to like uh charisma his way through something yes yes for me it's got to be really really you know he And by the way, talk about someone who you would say is definitely a movie star in terms of like celebrity, but isn't that either. He's like, he's kind of like an Affleck. Like if the material is really good, he can be really good, but he's not going to be, he's probably a better actor than that. Like, but but, uh, but he's not going to raise anything. And so the, the parts mm. of this that are uneven are sort of, I thought, exaggerated by, that probably could have been covered up with like, you know, peak, I don't know, whoever. The, the supporting cast in this is pr- pretty interesting. It's cool to see, like Allison Janney in this type of role, mm-hmm. uh, American you know, Treasure. Was, Allison Janney, you're absolutely right. Um, Sturgill, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that it was, was interesting. Cool. Yeah. The year of Sturgill in movies, I guess. Sturgill is
1: right. like a not even low key, uh, just a great actor. Yeah, he, he is. He this. he's yeah. in a, so much stuff and. You would think he was like a Juilliard trained actor. Like, man, this guy, like he he could have been an actor before he was a musician. He's got the real, real deal. I think he's going to be in what is it? Killers of the Flower Moon? Yeah, yeah. Him Isabel and Isbel both. both. Yeah. Isbel going to out act Sturgill Brian? That's a real.
2: I would put my money on Sturgill at this point. I, I think he's he's yeah. actually got a little acting chops. I don't I don't know if Isbel does or not, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Isbel's better on Twitter though, so. There's that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for sure. But yeah, so it, it's a movie that definitely needs,
2: I think, would be raised
0: 15 enjoyment points more. Not unlike your criticism, by the way, of, of Rogue One, Brian, with like a very mm. charismatic lead. It doesn't seem like right. Gareth is interested in that as much. Just really goes for solid actors, mm-hmm. but kind of writes these movies that would lend themselves so much more to, you know, uh, someone's. That. So that's interesting. But yeah, I thought this was really well made. It's kind of sci fi that I liked. Uh that i that I enjoyed didn't go it kind of walked that line well for me, so I came out of this gosh, in some ways kind of on fire for it just because I expected to be you know annoyed to yeah you know, I, I was annoyed I had to go see it because i I've had mm-hmm. a busy few days, sure, and then like was like, oh, I'm so glad I saw it in a theater, which I haven't had that feeling in a while, you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. most of the time it's like why wasn't that on peacock whenever I have to go' so I, <laughs> as I walked out of as I walked out of Oppenheimer on uh, 90 millimeter IMAX. I said, God, that would have been just as good on, <laughs> you know,
2: box. But on um, iPhone four, right? Mm-hmm.
0: No, but but I am that jerk. I'm, you know, I'm the anti Shane a lot of times just because of scheduling. But I didn't. I was like, that was cool. I'm glad I did that. So um, that made me like raise it maybe a grade and a half. I don't know. I also feel like, you know, maybe it's the the bias of Rogue One. I came out of that really digging that. If and even though I couldn't stand uh, Diego in it, but I, I, I did get, come out of that really liking that movie and and it's aged well. And I'm wondering if this one will too, if this is one in five mm-hmm. or 10 years, people will be that's a really, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's going to be kind of culty. Yeah. You ever seen The sure. Creator? It's kind of a fun. I can right. see that movie definitely being that. It has a bit of- Of course, that. all that depends on what streamer it ends up on and right. you know where that right. goes over the next 10 years. But in a normal world, I, I can see it gaining quite the following over time. Sure.
1: It's got a bit of you know District Nine ness to it, I would say. I, I mean, if I'm comparing the two, I probably like District Nine more coming out than than I did this one. At least on on first reaction, what I was going in expecting, just how highly I think of Gareth Edwards, I was going in mm-hmm. expecting Ex Machina, and I feel like I le- left with the feeling of when I went and saw. That, what's that Matt Damon one with the big ring around the earth? Elysium. Elysium. That's yeah. what it felt like to me. Okay. More along those lines with a little more, I don't know, Spielbergy y aspects, especially with mm-hmm. AI, the movie, and uh, Elysium than it did. I thought yeah. it would be a little more smart, and maybe this is one where we can get into spoilers for this one. I thought it would be a little more smart about how it commented on on AI. And what that means, I thought this would be the definitive AI movie of this time with how this thing was hyped up, the trailers, the people involved, how it looked, all the things, all that we know now about AI, especially. And Mm. it felt, uh, you know, very typical Hollywood fare. It felt like, you know, Mission Impossible, what they did a couple months ago on this same topic. It felt like that, but with a big spaceship in the sky this time instead.
2: Yeah, I. Is that where your
1: complaints stem from?
2: I my main complaint is the script. I think this script's kind of not good, and I, Mm. it's not in the, it's not in the settings. It's not even in the. I mean, there's some dialogue, but like at this, I'm getting to the point where I just need to. I feel like there's going to be ten movies a year that have good dialogue, and the rest are going to be bad. I just need to live with that at this point. And it wasn't egregious bad dialogue or anything like that there just were a few like eh, that's a little cringy but that's fine whatever i i don't like the structure of i just don't like the structure i think it's told in a it's not in a nonlinear way it obviously it just the the ending feels a little bit anticlimactic. it's so predictable to me it it is but it, it's not even the, I figured it out me, in the
1: first five minutes like what the, the problem be. for
2: yeah the problem for me wasn't even is not the, the the predictability it was just the like the way that it all unfolds I I I there's this element of this movie that I kind of that I actually really liked which was almost Terrence Ma- Malikian Malikian I don't know um, it's it, it has like a like a slight sense of just like wandering. It kind of wanders in this world that it's created, and you get that with the like the title cards for each act, you know, with the child and the mother and and whatnot. Um, it the movie he kind of lets it linger a little bit and 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 explore its world, and I like that. I thought it was really cool. The, the the last 20 minutes feel really poorly paced to me and i think i just think that that's a story problem i think that the the structure of the story leads itself to feeling like we've already sort of i don't know we the 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 main point of this has already been accomplished and then and it's like almost an epilogue of like oh right by the way we got to blow up the nomad it just i didn't i don't know it feels like they could have reshuffled those cards a little bit on the storyboard and the Mm. movie would have been better for me. And the story would have flowed a little bit better together. And yes, you're right. Ken like it is probably a little, it is predictable and that's fine. I don't care. I really don't care all that much about predictability. It's just the execution of the predictability. And so I don't know, like I liked the, 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 the kind of Maliki vibes of a lot of what was going on here. And then to end it with those last 20 ish minutes being, again in my opinion like actually like kind of poorly paced and um and and we've got to make sure we we, you know we blow up the nomad after we've gone through all these other things it just I, i wish that there was a little bit more maybe a little tightening up and i don't even i don't mean the runtime The runtime's fine whatever i just the story is a little loose in places and i feel like it was kind of an easy fix maybe to make those to tighten those up a little bit and make them a little bit better um and to your point richard you're absolutely right I man i think i think john david washington was was fine in this it just this is a movie that does the especially again to me the way it's structured um it does kind of call for a a movie star performance an elevated movie star performance kind of thing and i you can't i did not get that with him and that's it's fine i, I again i'm not saying he was bad at all he was good he's fine he was good just maybe needed a little bit more charisma. Maybe needed a little more bump from that if we're going to do it this way. So I don't know. Like I'm, I'm glad that he got to do make the movie he wanted. I just, I wanted a little bit more from, from the story side of things because I felt like that ending should have wrecked me. If I'm being honest, but for me, like the, as much as I like get emotional in movies and all that stuff. And I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought the, the girl was great. All these sort of things, and I kind of yeah, got to the was end. Great was like, All that, right, in that moment, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on, and and I, I should not feel that me because I'm a big giant movie baby. You know, I, I should, I should have been more emotionally impacted. And I think I was just having so much trouble being like, whole, like we already kind of went through mm-hmm. what I felt like was the end, and now we're, we're tacking on this, this sort of important epilogue. Um, it just was a weird, weird vibe on that front.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. Some things that I did appreciate, though, was the Nomad I thought was cool.
2: I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Production design, again, was incredible. I don't know what yeah.
1: that laser thing is that it was shooting down and scanning the ground, but it looked awesome. So yeah, I'll absolutely. give it a pass. I love Gareth Edwards' sense of scale. I think he does mm-hmm. scale better than anybody. In terms of like, if I'm showing something that's large, I know how to make it look large. And Mm -hmm. he's done that with all of his films, with Monsters, Godzilla, Rogue One, this one. And it's really apparent in the big wide shots of the nuking, when the Nomad Mm -hmm. is nuking the cities. And it just pulls away, and you see this tiny bomb (laughs) going down and creating this huge... Ah, those were awesome. I mean, it was gorgeous almost terrifyingly gorgeous in an apocalypse now kind of yeah. way and gosh i just want him to do like big scale monster movies with giant things that that seems mm-hmm. to be his niche things larger than life that he can show off alien spaceships or creatures or whatever uh, i'm with you maybe he'll do Heidi i blew up the kid next yeah do. I, I do <laughs> feel like
2: this movie gives a tease of his um how do i phrase that i i mean prior to this movie and maybe this is a little bit of what you're to i want to i want i want to get to you rich i want to i want to n- to to follow up on what you started with but maybe this is kind of a little bit of what you're you're thinking or maybe we're completely on different wavelengths i don't know but the coming into this movie i would have said I would have guessed it. Like, yeah, Gareth Edwards is definitely somebody who is capable of making a um an, an an incredible world and a beautiful looking movie and and all of these things. I'm not sure that he's he's going to make a great movie. And this was like this kind of changed my my feeling on that. This was this was a the frustrations that I have. Are, are largely due to how good so many pieces of this thing are. And I did kind of come out mm-hmm. feeling like he might be capable of making a great movie. Um, you're right, Kate, Like Maybe he just goes back to making, um, a, you know, giant monster movies and he's, cause he's really freaking good at that. That Godzilla movie he made is awesome. Uh, I rewatched that like a month or two ago with Coop and so good. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, I think it's a really good movie, but how many times um, have you
1: watched it since it came out?
2: Way more than I would have guessed. I mean, yeah. I never cared about at all about Godzilla growing up, and I. but gosh, that movie's, some of the scenes in that are unbelievable. Does anyone good. do and a SWAT
1: team better than Gareth Edwards? Yeah, like, sure. Like, for sure. For in sure. all
2: of his movies, there's some kind of SWAT scenario, stormtroopers
1: or something, yeah. and they're storming yeah. in, and it looks awesome, man. Yeah, <laughs> He's <laughs> He's so so good absolutely.
2: But I did feel like this movie, as much as it was predictable in places, and as much as the AI thing is going to, gonna get real tired real fast if it's not already i did think that he gave you sort of a glimpse of his like deeper intentions and abilities uh as far as like making a great movie i, th- I think i think that he's definitely capable of that now i think this could have been a movie that i'm i'm saying is an a plus best movie i've seen this year kind of thing with um without really too much changing just a few things <laughs> here and there um but it all starts with his world building. His world building is unbelievable. This is so, yeah. so, so cool and, and beautiful and good looking and the robots are awesome. And I, yeah, I, I wish that some of the human elements were a little bit tighter.
1: Yeah, you got to wonder why Star Wars didn't sign him up for his own trilogy. Seems like Rogue One was everything they wanted it to be and... All Wasn't the it
0: success, kind of disappointing, no the
1: box money. office wise? No fans loved it, still love it. He's somebody, yeah, there's the Gilroy
2: of all that, understood. and what part was him, and what part was Gilroy, and yeah, what how did that all come together and whatnot? There's conflict, there's been conflicting reports on that, you know. So, I, I don't know, on what, the direction side of it, make of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some people that will tell you that that Gilroy directed 75% of the movie that's on that screen, you know. You know, well, Gareth Edwards like, did no, this no, one. No, this one, I think, this one's yeah, proof sure. that he
1: could do a Star, War, a Star Wars, Star Wars sure. trilogy, if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Seems to have the vision for it. it probably, probably, I mean, part he's part no Josh Trank,
2: but otherwise, <laughs>
1: yeah. he's mm-hmm. he's not. That's for sure. <laughs> part of the reason why it took him so long to come out with this was this is a lot of world bid. I mean, a lot of production design. Yeah. I mean, you got to think of everything. I thought the what do they call them? Sentinels in this. Mm. The, that was all cool. The what you would call androids in most movies, yeah.
2: the simulants
1: or simulants in uh, Blade Runner, mm-hmm. they were were they, That was a really cool design with the see-through heads. I don't know how they did that. Uh, it was probably a lot of hard work by guys painting out uh, some green there uh, with the digital artists. But I thought the effect was really cool and uh, and, and a good bit. And I thought the actual robots themselves, like the full-on robots, the robot cops and and all that, Mm -hmm. it felt original. It didn't feel like a ripoff of Star Wars or anything like that. Had, Mm -hmm. I guess, a hint of District 9 in there in terms of production design, but awesome. I mean, it looked Mm -hmm. so real and couldn't tell if it was CG or if it was a guy in a costume that they painted out certain parts or or what. And that's what I love. Like, the line... Was blurred so well between practical and CG with this.
2: It reminded me a little bit of I don't know if you guys ever watched this. Uh, I'm trying to find. Yeah, it was 2020. I I think I weekly recommended it at one point. There's a show on Amazon. Um, that th- in theory is getting a second season, but called Tales from the Loop. Mm-hmm. Um, by Simon Stalinhog, I think and and that was a there was a lot of that in this i felt like just the, in in terms of the world and the design of everything and that whole series is sort of like a more optimistic black mirror you know it's all about yeah. like how technology interacts with our lives and vice versa and but yeah a lot of the design on that um it 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 definitely it feels like there's some influence um between these two and i i think the the world design on that was so awesome. So this was like a that ver- that kind of stuff on steroids. You know, it was like cranked up to a whole other level, which was um, was really cool. Yeah, I, I love that stuff. But Richard, what did, what did you love about this? Because you, I, I don't know what our grades are going to be, but you sound like you might be higher on it than than um, than Kent or I are, and I'm I'm curious what it. What yeah, it was I thought it done. was.
0: I, I honestly, I just thought it was. Uh, there are things that I that I uh, can nitpick. There were yeah. some down moments for it. You're right about that kind of final bit, all that. But I will say, I thought, to his credit, it felt complete. Like, a lot of times mm-hmm. with these things, it doesn't feel like they get it all done or there's some kind of rush to it. It felt like a complete, cohesive, like someone made the movie they wanted to make, which sounds like the most like low threshold ever. But, like, I don't know. I just felt... Like I took all that in. Was like that was that was a a really solid swing of something original. We don't get sure. things like that very often. Um, the level of sci-fi was kind of perfect for me, right? Where it has mm. some. Mm. It's not just completely shoot 'em up, but it's not going to go deep. Where because I'm just not like a deep sci-fi thinker. It was kind of right in the Goldilocks zone for me in terms of the world and the logic all made sense. And I thought this was well thought through. Mm. Um, and and I didn't think certainly it could be done, and I'm sure there's Easter egg thing. It didn't seem like, the thing I liked most about it, it was a complete, there's a complete nature to it. It didn't seem like we are setting up the creator cinematic yeah. universe every That's other show. That's for sure. Um, yeah, and I
1: dug a that.
2: point. Yeah. 100% agree with you. Yeah, totally.
1: It was pretty light on the amount of characters. The characters had a weight to the story. That was good. It had a feeling like Westworld to me. Yes. Like an episode yeah. of Westworld. So much so that I had to look up when I got home. I was like, "Was John David Washington in Westworld? Is that why I'm like feeling so much like that?" But it definitely had that part. And what reminded me so much of Westworld is something that was really cool about this movie, and feels like it could be, you know, its own universe. Is the gadget that Alice and Janie brings around that she can copy people's consciousness and upload it into a Sentinel. That was really cool. And the way they use that in the movie, the device itself and and then the story moments that they use that and why was Mm -hmm. really fun. So that felt like something you can branch off that into something really fun and interesting.
2: And where you had to do it like 20 minutes after they die before
1: it was too late or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool technology. Um, it works. I mean, I. I mean, again, the design on this is like a plus times ten. I mean, it was like an unbelievable. It's a perfect world building and design and everything. Yeah, one hundred percent. I thought that was really cool.
1: And then the one other thing I wanted to comment on, actually, two. One, Richard was the Radiohead needle drop. I mean, mm-hmm. have this huge, epic scene and then this really soft. Kid a Radiohead song going is a is a really cool moment. I like that. And then the eye roll from me when they expect, I guess, the audience to just be blown away that that's his kid, that that was his, you know, yeah, wife's kid is. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It yeah. didn't work for me at all. I was like, we sh- yeah. we knew this. Yeah,
2: there was like again that kind of plays a little bit into my my you know frustration with the with the conclusion to me the big um reveal was that the la nuke was wasn't ai that it was mm-hmm. that it was a coding error as as uh, human error yeah 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 human errors like Ken Watanabe said and and that's like a throwaway line that is a much bigger reveal to me than than the other stuff that that the that we play up a little bit that yeah that's that's some of the kind of story elements. I'm like, man, I feel like we're missing on that. That's a huge deal. And it just gets sort of tossed out there in the midst of a, of a scene. And we don't really revisit it or get back to it. I don't know. That was, that was a strange choice for me. This might be
1: untrue. If it is, feel free to email us, but I've heard that the guy that invented chat GPT or the guy that's in charge of it has like a literal kill switch on him at all times. (laughs) Where if it gets too crazy, he could just kill switch the the AI. Interesting. It's getting kind of scary. I think it got to the point this year where they had to stop developing it because it was getting too smart too quickly. And they're like, "All right, let's take a break for
2: just watch a a movie. That's all. Just watch one movie. Let's pump our break. Try it out. That's all. There's
1: no need to get get this crazy this this fast. And uh, yeah, of course, this is commenting on that and like the the massive extreme of what that could become. I don't see it as like any kind of warning of like, this is our future more than like, Oh, this is a fun sci-fi universe. You know, I don't think this should be taken as like a sure. complete satire. Yeah. Even though it does have, it's a
2: little, it. it's a little heavy on, on humans, bad kind of like the way that they present Alice and Janney and some of the other soldiers and stuff like that is a it's a little heavy on that front. But not as much even as like avatar or something like that. So, you know, it's fine.
1: It's Her good. character really reminded me of, of, uh, what's it called? Flat top haircut guy. Uh, from, yeah. Yeah. From yeah. avatar Lang
2: or, uh, yes. Lang, Stephen uh, Lang, Lang, Stephen Lang. Thank you.
1: Flat top. That's cool. Cause he it, it was just like a blue flat guy with a flat top in yeah. the second one. Right. It wasn't <laughs> right. even Stephen Lang, but no spider in the collector.
2: I mean, oh, yeah. the, uh, that's, That's a drop. That's that's a letter grade right there. Drop down, right? Got to have spider.
1: So this wasn't a huge success box office wise. It's made thirty million so far. I'd say you know they'll wait for it to hit a hundred million before they pull it out of the theater just so they can get a little money back on this thing. But will we see more creators? If not, what's next for Gareth Edwards, Brian?
2: I hope not. I mean, I like the, I love this world, but I think Richard, that that's a, that's a great point. This movie is not, we're just so accustomed to every movie being set up to, or being made to set up the next one and, you know, further fund the machine. This one doesn't feel that way at all. And I love that. Let's keep it that way. Let's, let's let him do something else original um, or work in a different playground or something like that. I don't, I don't need any, I've got complete closure on this movie. I don't need more of these, you know, as, as much as I, uh, I really like this. And as much as I think the world's great, let's take those sensibilities and, and plug it into a different original world or a different adapted world, whatever it's going to be. Um, don't, don't need more of these, but I hope he makes another movie soon. I, you know, yeah, I totally get why this took so long to, to put together, but yeah, seven years, um, is, is a long time. Let's, let's, uh, you know, I don't need you to pop out a movie every year, but like we could, let's get something soon, man. Cause I think he's really good. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see, I think I'm going to be interested in whatever he does for a long time. He, he kind of has that vibe of like, even it, as even when I have some criticisms of his movie and feel like we're, we're missing a couple of things here and there. I I'm, I'm excited for what he's going to do moving forward mm-hmm. and what his voice is going to look like on screen.
1: He reminds me if Christopher Nolan only did sci-fi. I feel like this is what <sighs> sure. like the early in the early days. Pre Dark Knight, if he was only doing sci-fi movies, that's kind of where we are. Yeah. I feel like he's about to have a Dark Knight moment at some point, sure, where everyone's just gonna be all in on this guy, and then he's gonna be able to do whatever he wants. I'm excited yeah. for that, but he doesn't have the yeah. the writing sense of Nolan. You're you're absolutely right about that. Maybe yeah. if this was, yeah, uh, you know, Chris White's yeah, he's yeah, Chris good. White's got some some, some credits on the wall, but yeah,
2: but yeah, he 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 would be wise to. He'd be wise to partner up with a with a really good scriptwriter, screenwriter, or or to, um, you know, comb through the blacklist. And yeah, find scripts that script just will, appeal will to you yeah. and your sensibilities, yeah. and that are already for great. Sure. Yeah,
1: right. Might be the the way to go about it. All right, let's hit a grade here for the creator. I'm gonna give it between like a B and a B plus. So I'll go
2: B plus. Brian. I'm a little higher. I'm gonna go A minus. I think the world on this is worth even if this movie sucked, like as far as the story goes and the acting, I think I would still be hard pressed not to give this a passing grade, at least, or you know, a a, a vaguely positive grade. So it's not anywhere near that. It's not bad. It's it's just a little lacking here and there and a little frustrating in places. The but gosh dang, the the I mean the production and the and the design is unreal. And I love that. So a minus for me. And I do think you might be right, Richard. There's a there's a chance I watch this again and I think, ah, I was a little low on that. I think that's better than I maybe thought it was. But uh A minus for me right now.
0: Well, you're a little higher than I'm gonna I'm I'm right I'm right there with the B plus. Okay. Yeah. But but nice. fun these are again, we never I never have that feeling very often anymore. So I was I was surprised. This one snuck up on me a bit, and I assumed it would be terrible, and it wasn't. So that's awesome.
1: So good for the creator. Mm-hmm. One other thing I did want to mention is the fact that this was shot on basically consumer-level cameras. Mm-hmm. In the same sense that we just talked 28 days later on the VIP feed this week. Check that out if you want more episodes from us. VIP. That one was shot on you know, consumer-level camcorders back in 2003 or two and this one the same deal but like right now the technology in a consumer level camcorder is good enough to shoot a imax level movie it's just like the technology has gotten so good in such a cheap package that you can do it that cheap and they said that this could have cost like a 300 million dollars if they had shot it like the normal way, but like they saved so much on not having to get or rent camera equipment for this movie when you can buy 25, $3,000 cameras or whatever they, they did. And right. Right. That's awesome. But I got to say, we got to stop with running these movies through the fake film grain filter. This (laughs) movie was littered with that. And I'm, I don't like it. Like if you're going to shoot digital, it can look really clean and crisp. That's fine. Like we don't have to try to dumb it down to make it look like film. And I thought this movie could be better, could have been better without that stuff.
2: But it's encouraging. I like that in this case. I'm normally with you, but I th- I think I like that here. I felt like it, I think maybe it added a little bit to the, the technology Mix, yeah, know, of of old, and it does new, kind of like blurs picture. the, it, it yeah, it adds yeah. a little filter I over I like the uh,
1: the compositing, yeah, in a way. Generally, I agree with you at all. I,
2: th- I don't know. I th- I think it added a little bit to this one. Maybe they could have just dialed it down a bit. I was like, man, this is this is some big, sure, some sure, big
1: pixels I'm seeing here in the movie theater. But uh props to Gareth Edwards for taking that leap and like, maybe we can get more movies made cheaply that way. All right, let's move on to hit recommend. Weekly Recommends. What you got, Brian?
2: I, let's see. Can you go to, go to Richard first? I'm gonna, I'm what gonna, you got, Richard? I'm going to pull up my list here. See what I, I, I have got. very
0: few rules in life. Um, none. Pure anarchy most of the time, as you guys know. Uh, but one is when Michael Lewis has a new book out. It's my Weekly recommend. Oh, nice. So Going nice. Infinite, Michael Lewis, about uh, SBF and all the Crypto stuff and um, like I don't know, probably eight or nine percent into it, and it's you know Michael Lewis seeing great, so uh, it's 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 the best. He's the best, and uh, yeah, can't wait to finish it. I'll probably it, it's one I'll be done with this week. You know, it's awesome. Very
1: nice, very nice. Brian, you got something now or me minute go
2: Yeah my uh, my favorite album of all time, uh, Jason Isbell's Southeastern. We mentioned Isbell, so that that feels fitting favorite album of all time has a 10 year anniversary release that just came out, um, on vinyl. And then on Spotify, it's like, uh, has all the songs remastered. Um, and then demo versions and live versions and a couple of, of previously unheard tracks and stuff. I think as Isbell is, if not the best lyricist going right now, very, very close, um, to that list. I love his voice. And I just think, um, yeah, like I said, it's my favorite album ever. So get t- 10th anniversary release pretty cool. It sounds great on Spotify. Um, it's great on vinyl too, obviously. Always, you got to, uh, I mean, not only remastered, but remixed. I mean, the Tiesto
1: yeah. version of Cover Me Up is right. pretty <laughs> pumping. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, love this album. <laughs> and cool. and uh, I love all of Isabel's stuff. This one, he had a, an album that came out earlier this year that's good. Um This, like I said, this album is just, is just unbelievable and has a lot, has a great story behind it too of, of, if you're not familiar with, with Isbell's, um, his bit and, and, and his, uh, discography, he was, used to be in the drive-by truckers. He had several albums out, um, prior to Southeastern, um, on which all of them, he is just unbelievably drunk and, in in a bad, bad way. Um, and kind of. Kind of was falling into the 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 sort of trope of I can only make music when I'm when I'm wasted kind of bit. Um got sober between before this album and then um you know this was an album that was like he was real nervous about making it and everything of of uh can I still you know, can I make music while I'm not just completely blasted? Um and am I sacrificing my music for quality of life and whatnot and then he just he turned out this unbelievably great album probably his best best piece of work so it's really cool great great stuff and uh the 10th anniversary is uh, a fun some fun little additions to that and it sounds great even the, i don't usually listen to demos like i think that's kind of a waste of time generally speaking but i think these ones actually sound really cool like you kind of get a, a a real feel for the um sort of the, the life angst that he's going through i feel like on mm-hmm. some of the demos so sounds really cool
1: Very good. My recommend is No One Will Save You. Have you guys watched this yet? You seen this? You heard about this? Yeah, I did. (laughs) I
0: watched it. Yeah, I did. uh, You
1: men.
2: (laughs) You seen this? You guys seen this?
1: Uh, It's um, a little sci fi movie on the Hulu. And it's uh, really interesting. It's Caitlin. Dever, I guess she was from, what, was it Booksmart? Yep.
2: Booksmart, Justified, yeah. She's great.
1: Yeah, she's in the lead in this. And I'm not going to give it all away, but it's about her living in this house and an alien presence kind of shows up. It's got an interesting approach to it in the fact that I don't know really remember any dialogue in it. So it's got kind of a quiet place. Mm -hmm. pace to it and uh yeah check it out fun little sci-fi uh movie no one will save you on the hulu 90 minutes long perfect love it
2: like that
1: all right that's it from us on the main feed again check out 28 days later it's a convo that we're gonna have right after this at ma'am after dark so check that out and uh We'll see you next time. Hey, baby,
0: I hear the blues are calling tossed salads
1: and scrambled eggs.
0: And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. Ha 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 ha! But I don't know what to do
1: with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over
0: my face. They're making me ya-ya Your family's ramblings
1: They're calling again